Hello and welcome to this latest Mersey Waves episode. I'm Sarah and I'm from Liverpool City Council's communications team and today we're talking about a subject which has dominated the headlines for weeks now, coronavirus. At the time of recording it hasn't been declared a pandemic but many are of the opinion that this is inevitable due to the worldwide spread of this disease. But what does it mean for Liverpool? Is it something we need to worry about and is it going to have a real impact on how we live our lives? Or is it just scaremongering and can we take simple steps to keep ourselves healthy? We've brought together three people whose day jobs are becoming more focused on coronavirus as the days go on. We'll be speaking to Colleen Martin, who is Liverpool City Council's Assistant Director for Communities, Councillor Paul Brandt, who is the Cabinet Member responsible for public health in Liverpool, and Dr Fiona Lemons, a GP based in Aintree and Oral Park, and Dr Lemons is also the Chair of Liverpool CCG, which is the Clinical Commissioning Group. Thank you all for joining us today. Um, Dr Lemons, we're going to start with you. Can you just tell us, first of all, what is coronavirus? Okay, well, coronaviruses have been around in the world for a long time, but this is a new one that started in China. Um, uh, the, the, the symptoms that people will get if they, if they do contract coronavirus will be a fever and a cough for most people. And for most people, that will be a really mild illness that they'll make a good recovery from. There's a small number of people that it can go on and cause breathing difficulties or pneumonia, which is a more serious um, infection. So what can I do to stop myself from catching So it's really simple things that you probably have heard before. The most important thing is about washing our hands. Wash your hands with soap and water regularly. Um, Obviously we know about food preparation, we know about going to the bathroom and all that sort of thing. But if you're out and about, if you're touching things, touching door handles, that sort of thing, wash your hands regularly. Um, keep away from people if they are ill and these are things we should be doing for all winter cold and flu viruses you know they will protect you from all of them not just coronavirus so hand washing stay away from people who are ill um, if you think you are ill um, stay away um, from others your GP would you not want people to come in to your surgery if they think they've got this yeah, so if you think that you might have um, an infection of any kind really you can always contact your GP by telephone which is a great way of not then spreading the germs around the waiting room whether that's coronavirus or just a common cold um, but the specific advice for coronavirus is to phone your GP don't just turn up in your GP practice um, and you can get some advice from your GP, but actually what you should be doing if you think that you've been traveling somewhere that's high risk or you've been in contact with somebody who has tested positive is phone 111. So all of the um, advice from Public Health England is in one place at 111 and they will then tell you whether you're okay, you can stay at home, whether you need to speak to your GP and they will arrange for you to speak to your GP or if you do need to go into the hospital or see somebody else they will arrange that for you. Clee, we'll bring you in here. You're part of the Local Resilience Forum. Mm-hmm. For our listeners, what does that mean? So the Local Resilience Forum covers the whole of Merseyside and it's a partnership. So it brings in all of the councils, NHS England, um, Public Health England, Fire Service, Police, Northwest Ambulance Service and and other providers under um, basically the Civic Emergencies Act, the Civil Contingencies Act. 
Um, what we do as a resilience forum is is we develop plans to look at those kind of scenarios where things might happen. And one of those things is looking at kind of flus and, and other types of, of viruses. So we do have those plans in place. And what, we're, what we look at, at as a resilience forum is how do we prepare for that scenario where a number of pe- people might become sick at the same time. What does that mean for, for business continuity? And that's about service delivery. And that's about making sure that all of our services can continue and how do the public begin to, to, to interact and how do we kind of keep going on the day-to-day and as normal procedures. Um, so really, the Resilience Forum is about planning for those eventualities, um, hoping we never get to those, but obviously it's planning for those eventualities should we need, should we need to get there and having those plans in place. That's a pretty vast scope that you have though isn't it because it's everything from schools libraries universities public transport that's a lot of preparedness it, it is a lot of preparedness and and therefore we what we ask for is every organization will have their own plan so as liverpool city council we have our own plan which is a corporate plan around our our kind of um sickness issues and and you know it's it's officially called the the kind of pandemic flu um issues of a number of people going off sick at the same place at the same time sorry and as a consequence we also have business continuity plans so it's actually if we do have a number of our workforce off at the same time because of illness be it a common cold or be it flu um then actually it's how those business, how those services can keep running, and how we might adjust our resources so that to make sure that those critical and priority services continue to run. And that's about keeping, um, making sure we're we're keeping um, vulnerable people in 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 um, in the eye line of all of our services, and making sure we can continue to deliver for them. That makes sense to bring you in, Paul, being the uh, cabinet member for. Social care and public health, it's a bit of, and a politician as well, it's a bit of a nightmare scenario for you. Uh, Well, yes, I mean, it's probably wise to tell people that we've known this kind of event was always going to come. It was just always a matter of when, not if, because of the way that viruses evolve. And therefore, as Colleen has said, we already have a well-researched and well-tried plan to deal with a a pandemic virus um, spreading throughout the city and um, we are as well prepared both in the health service and in local authorities and in the other public services as we possibly can be. Um, We know that we have to um, give people lots of um, trustworthy information and uh, as uh, uh, Dr Lemons has already said going to uh, Public Health England or the uh, NHS website and their contact numbers is the first port of call for anyone who thinks they themselves might be at risk or a family member might be at risk and we as a local authority have um, well-developed plans on maintaining um, uh, public services and um, we are very much science-led by the way we will we'll respond to this and um, I would say to people if you have any concerns first of all uh, just uh, have uh, keep in touch with the um, official websites for the NHS, uh, the local authority, the councils uh, or, or, or um, Public Health England and you will get the best advice that is available there and we are as a country as well prepared as we possibly could be for this. So do you think people shouldn't necessarily be overly worried at this stage? Um, I, I, I would say people um, should uh, adapt, adopt and adapt their behaviour in the way that Dr Lemons has said, in the way that in fact we all ought to every winter um, to keep yourself and your loved ones as safe as possible. So do wash your hands regularly, do try and take, if you are 
coughing, make sure you always cough into a tissue and throw the tissue away. If you think that you have been to a high risk area, make contact with the NHS or Public Health England through the, the services that have been recommended and um, listen to the, uh, the advice as it comes forward. It, this, is, um, this is a science and evidence led response. So um, you will get the best information about the best, most up-to-date science from the public authorities, not from uh, people down the pub or um, random accounts on Twitter. Because, I mean, there's a lot of discussion on Twitter, isn't there, mm-hmm. uh, about hand gels and things like that, and we're just going back to the hand-washing scenario, aren't we? The, the best is yeah. um, washing your hands with soap yeah. and water, but hand gels are great if you can get hold of them to mm-hmm. carry a small one round in your pocket, especially if you're out and about or on public transport, and but tissues as well, so that you mm-hmm. can blow your nose and mm-hmm. put it in the bin and, and that sort of thing. But I think people really shouldn't be panicking about this. The risk to us each as individuals is very, very low, um, but we should still do everything we can to keep ourselves well, because that will keep you well from the common cold and from diarrhea and vomiting bugs and and from uh, ordinary flu as well which in a lot of ways you know is a lot more harmful to our population than coronaviruses. I think a lot of attention turns to Liverpool sometimes as well because we are known for staging events big successful events so I know a lot of inquiries are coming to us you know what is going to happen with the events what can we say at the moment? I think, again, it's coming back to exactly as, as Councillor Brandt said, it's about taking the evidence and looking at the, looking at it sensibly. So the resilience form does take into consideration all of those um, practicalities of what is the best advice at the time that things happen. So it's, it's a constantly um, reviewed picture. We're continuously looking at it. We're continuously saying, what is the best advice that we can give? What is the risk to people? And that's the judgment that, that will be made. So it's it, we will be evolving that picture. And yes, there are some things that are happening in other parts of the world, but it will be what is the best for Liverpool. And that's what the, the and Merseyside, that's what the local resilience forum will continue to, to look at and continue to revise. And we do review that information and pass out that information on a very very regular basis. So if it needs to be, it will be weekly, it might even become daily. So as Councillor Brent said, keep, um, keep watching and keep reading the public authority websites because those will actually have the most up-to-date information. And you'll be particularly interested in that. Councillor Brandt, with a looming local election as well in a few uh, months. Uh, well, uh, well, it's it's not beyond the realms of possibility that the election might get uh, postponed, actually, because uh, it's what happened during the foot and mouth uh, disease. Uh, as Kalina said, actually, there are um, there is no point in taking steps prematurely um, that would have a hugely disruptive effect because it has very little impact. Um, and causes an awful lot of disruption. So it is making uh, the appropriate interventions, for example, on large public gatherings and others, at the right time that's the appropriate step. And that is very much a science-led response, uh, taking into account the nature of the the activity and the degree of um, infection in the community. So um, to that extent, people can and should um, respond to the trusted advice that they get from the the public authorities because um, we have teams uh, both nationally and locally whose specialist role is to is to be able to give um, informed responses to the situation that we're in at the moment and um, as I said earlier on they are they're as well prepared as they possibly can be and indeed we've game planned exactly this scenario 
on multiple occasions in the past. And and just coming back on that, obviously people will have read the, the kind of plans or the suggestions that have come forward, and that's exactly what those are. It's it's the what-if scenarios, and it's, it's should things escalate, these are the types of things that we're thinking about, how would that happen? So these are not decisions that are going to be made last minute, ill-informed. They will be made in, in a... Um, joined up way looking at the evidence and saying what is the level of risk and what are the contingencies and um, that, that we need to have in place and what are the things that we need to do maybe a bit differently compared to how we originally planned it but it doesn't stop that day to day and we need people to to basically carry on because actually that's a, that's absolutely vital about the city continuing to carry on but just be informed and be aware of, of what's happening and follow the advice that's being given at the time. It's probably worth saying as well, we have an incredibly good partnership here between the local authority and the NHS institutions, shown by uh, not least Dr Lemons making herself available to come along uh, 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 today. But also we are very fortunate that we have one of the uh, four or five national centres of excellence about dealing with um, uh, highly infectious um, uh, matters. And the Royal Hospital is internationally renowned for that. So um, people in Liverpool can rest assured that not only do we have... um, really good partnerships, but we also have some of the best um, medical provision that's available in the country. Yeah, I would agree. All the local NHS organisations are working together, talking regularly, meeting regularly, so that we can put plans that have been ready on the shelf for such an event, so we can put them into action. If you would want the listener to say one piece of advice from this episode, what would it be, Dr Lemons? Wash your hands regularly. Take that on board. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's the end of this episode. We hope you found it interesting and informative. Obviously, it's a story which changes on a daily basis. So if you want to keep up to date with the latest information about coronavirus from a local authority perspective, visit www.liverpool.gov.uk or follow us on Twitter using at Elpool Council or on Facebook by searching for Liverpool City Council. If you have any feedback for the Mersey Waves team on the podcast or ideas for future subjects, why not drop us a line? Just email us, hello at merseywaves.co.uk. Thanks for listening.